This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the smoky voice of your local announcer, and here I am with another piece of the food show. You know, because food is all about fooling around and sicking, uh, sitting, not sicking, no, sick, uh, sitting with your friends. Hi there. Uh, cooking. <laughs> and, oh, hi. I'm just going to jump in. <laughs> it's uh, it's Marianne is here, too. I didn't know yes. you were here. Yes. Gosh, I was hoping you would show up. Oh, well, here I am. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. And how you feeling? Amazing, though, that is. Uh, is I, well, I don't wrong? know yet. Let's see what happens. Two six zero six three six eight. I'm just going to throw that yeah. out right away. Why not? What did, right you, what did you do this morning? Uh, I wrote some things. Yeah, what did you write? Um, we were uh, we were putting together that piece for the website on hamburgers. Hamburgers? No, ham. Yeah, you know, now you have an interesting idea there. You go to church with a hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> I'll put it aside. Yeah. We'll never hear from it again. <laughs> Let's hope not. Anyway, yeah. uh, so there, there was the uh, the hamburger piece on nomenu.com, and uh, it was uh, it was for Fourth of July, which I'm kind of all about because I'm already just having fun with the Fourth of July because mm-hmm. it's a holiday. And so I thought, since we are uh, we're going to maybe grill that day i've been throwing out the concept of grilling and uh to really not much uh, avail is that a word for it certainly is yes and um so i got some i got some books on side dishes oh. for grilling you know i've been uh, that worked a couple of days ago we have just an endless array of things I to talk about right here in this quite house a few, be just because of all of these books that i and, have around yeah and so there there's a book on uh it's called fiery ferments which is fiery a, yeah ferments. well you know what's you super set your dog hot right now fire? no what, you know what's, what's super hot right now is what? is uh, pickling things, things that Pickle. are pickled. We were talking about that just yesterday. We the, were talking about uh, you know capers. It's no longer pickles things. per yeah. se, but everything is pickled, yeah. and everybody's doing it, and they're doing it really well. You know, best best thought I had about that is um, we had a a muffalata from I think the best muffalata outpost in town which is actually on the north shore bosco's Mm -hmm. but what makes it so good is he is doing his own olive salad so it's basically it's basically a gardenier and it's it's just really great but there's everything's pickled now i mean everything Mm -hmm. and um 
And so this book is about that because uh, apparently pickling things and things that are pickled are really, really good for you. Fermented yeah. things are um, really good for you. Oh, my goodness, here, you're visiting early today. Go ahead. Yeah. What? Um, uh, on the cover of the book, it's uh, the big, big... Uh, uh, it's jars of things that are pickled. Yes, fiery yeah. ferments is the yes. name of it. Yes, oh, and it with hot sauces, spicy chutneys, kimchi, you know, yeah. all sorts of. This is for things. people who seriously, seriously do a lot of stuff mm -hmm. in their kitchen. That is not us, but um, I mean, this is my fantasy to do that kind of thing. But I've I've not done it yet. I, I think I would just be kind of paranoid to do it because you have to be super clean you have to boil the jars you have to make sure mm -hmm. there's a there's no air in it it's like it's like if i had to give a person a shot yeah i i i don't know that i'd be able to do it because i'd be i don't know paranoid. if i'd be able to take another shot i'd i'd be paranoid about you know bubbles and you know so i i'm paranoid about stuff like that so i don't know that i could ever actually can my own things fermented or otherwise but i know that there are people who do i bet you ron the gourmet waiter does that kind of thing i bet he does but yeah. um but anyway if you are um if you are doing any grilling this thursday and mm. not going out to eat and i'll bet you most people i would be surprised if the ratio of people going out on thursday exceeds the people who are staying home I don't know why. Do you know any statistics yeah, about Fourth of July? I, I would imagine it's kind of a stay-at-home kind of day. I, I've been uh, in stay-at-home grocery stores since I was 12 years old when I first started working at the Time Saver, mm -hmm. and uh, we would get we would do a lot of business on uh, Labor Day, yeah. but also Fourth uh, uh, of July. Fourth of July, because people just yeah. stayed home. Well, but that yeah. was a long, long time ago, Tom. That was when most people stayed home. Hmm. Now, most people, I think, I won't say most, but really a, a, an incredibly large portion of people mm -hmm. do not cook at home. You know, that's proven again, in the, in again, the grocery you, stores with all the prepared foods. I'm sure you're right about the... I mean, just, just to give an example, last yeah. weekend, mm -hmm. we went over to friends' houses, friends' house, and uh, they cooked. They did the... Soft shell crabs and the fish, and I offered to bring uh, coleslaw. And then at the last minute, I said, eh, I'm not going to do that. So I went to Fresh Market, and I got two salads, and they were very happy with that. But I didn't do it. They did it. You know, she she made a salad, too. So there were three light, delicious salads, but two of them are from the store. You know, that's been a, a, something we're seeing more and more and more of in recent years. Uh, we have a phone call. Yeah, I know. I Already. Was, uh, I, I was just walking off <sighs> with this thing. But, uh, How nice of you to call. Let's but, take but it. But he's here, and uh, it's... Let's take it. Uh, uh, Greg, I think Greg, yeah, it. Greg, come on in. Uh, welcome, and uh, Happy New Year. Hey, happy New Year. How are you guys doing? Uh, let's see. What happened today that was... Uh, oh, uh, We're good, trust Greg. Me, What's going on? You don't want to know. Uh, but uh, on, on hey, another I, day, we will tell you all. Uh, Hi, Greg. Marianne. Hey, Marianne. A few weeks ago, you, all, you guys were commenting on Gulf Coast beaches, like, you know, seaside, destined, like, restaurants. Yes. And um, I had the chance to go to Button Alley's in Seaside, which was really oh, good. Did? But I don't know if you guys get out there recently. I think it's kind of – the restaurant was fantastic, but the, the City 30A – uh, I mean, when I mean crowded, I mean it was just – Oh, it's a city. find 
Oh, it's, I, but I didn't realize. I don't remember it being that bad though a few years ago. I think it's gotten really. Well, it's increased over uh, the years. Yeah, and it's kind of a. Not saying I won't go back or anything, but uh, talk about it. I mean, it's, it's. I hate to say the word hassle, but it's really uh, not as easy as you know just going to the beach and grabbing some food. I mean, you have to parking. Got to work for it. The, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm wondering if you find places that are not quite as I guess crowded. Maybe I, I don't know. Like yeah. Yeah, well, you know what happens? You know what happens if you have, like, one highway? I remember about 45 years ago, um, I I was in Jersey for the summer um, working for a friend who had gotten a job. And um, we went every weekend. We would just, you know, jump in the car and tear up some other place. And we went to the Jersey Shore. And I remember this as though it happened yesterday. This is how bad it was. The traffic was so unbelievable, and you didn't move. Because there was one bridge to cross. Last night, too. One bridge to cross. So everybody had to kind of just like, wait. And this is something that people up there do, and apparently in 30A, they do it just regularly. They don't even think about it. But I just can't deal with traffic where I could walk someplace 10 times before I actually get there in the car, which and, is and what it, this was. It looks very funny, too. Well, to, you know, the, somebody I, we actually, I actually said we were going to go to some pizza place or something, and I got out of the car, and I went and ordered it, and I waited for her for a long time in the car before mm-hmm. she even arrived. Yeah. And that's what 30A yeah. is, and all of that Florida Panhandle Beach thing is to me. I, I, we may, Mary Lee and I did it. Maybe two or three years ago, we went to yeah. Destin, and it was just like, okay, not needing to do this again. Really? Right. 30A, I, I know. We, uh, we, uh, back when we were You haven't been to 38 in 30 years, Tom. Huh? You haven't yeah. been to 38 in 30 years. You're right. Exactly right. Yeah. I mean, we went to 30A when 30A wasn't 30A yet. It was the, the high. It was <laughs> it was the highway, but it, it, it had no hype to it. It was when yeah. Seaside was yeah. just getting started, and wow, the difference is. <sighs> Let's yeah, just put it that way. Things this, have changed in 30 or 40 years. What uh, we did a lot of uh, cooking this go round, in which we were going to the deli departments of uh, these outfits that fill up all the things that you would call a salad, except that they're, you know, pieces of uh, really big rice and really big little nuts, and then mixed together with a... With various kinds of, mm-hmm. what are you grinning about? <laughs> just, it's, it's, I'm just. And I, you know, it, and you open just, them up, and there's all these funny <laughs> little green things and red things and yellow things, and, uh-huh. and all mixed up in uh, just like a basic container. And you dump this, and you have your your uh, your barbecue uh, and everything, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, that I don't think has gone down. No. Do you? No. No, I'm sure they're doing that on 30A too. Um, so, yeah. Greg, what what else did you have to say about 30A? Yeah, Bud and Alley. That's where we got Trump, off on it. How was Bud and Alley? Bud and Alley's was the view can you can match from you know we sat outside. Of course, you look at the horizon, the beautiful water. It's a nice view, rooftop. Uh, not rooftop, sorry, like the patio area. Um, yeah, there's no rooftop. So it's it's all basically one or two yeah, levels. Like That's big, it. Yeah. Right. So second level, watercolor, we, we passed by. was really nice, too. Cafe 30A. The charm is there, like I said. I just think that it's no longer that maybe 10, 15 years ago, like, 
hidden secret, if you will. I think a no, lot. That's not of fun. I don't think that. I mean, yeah. to me, that takes all the fun out of it. It's like going to Disney World. So you stand in line. Right. You stand oh, in yeah. line for an hour for a two-minute ride. Hmm. No, thank you. Is this uh, uh, any of you guys go to uh, Thirty Alley when it was just getting out onto the beach and there were cats yeah. and yeah, that was a long time uh, ago. Yeah, when it had oh, just yeah. uh, gotten going, and maybe twenty, thirty percent of it had been rebuilt or built for the first time, actually. Right. And we were staying there, and boy, did that grab us! Did 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 that ever get leveled? That's not been leveled by a hurricane, not has as far it? as no, no. I don't think so. No, which I don't is think kind so. of no. amazing. You know? Yeah, well, that exclaims that. Yeah, but 38 being a highway by itself and no other ways to get in or out, you're just going to have that. And we we haven't been there. We haven't been to 30A in 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, anyway. Well, I tell you, I'll leave, I'll leave you guys with this. I don't know. Southwest, you can get a good deal sometimes and fly to Tampa and just hit some of those like Sarasota and Clearwater, yeah. like Fiesta, Fiesta yeah. Key, I believe. I mean, I know it's not a drive, but I would rather do, and I've heard some people, they're saying there's no craziness going on. There's a lot more room and restaurants. So I don't know. I may, I may just start doing that instead of just driving the 30A. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, well, you know what? A friend, of mine was talking about, a friend of mine was talking about Miami, and she said, oh, yeah. I haven't been there in a long time. I said, you're not going to recognize Miami because it's yeah. like being in a foreign country. And I yeah. don't, and I'm not saying that in any way to besmirch it, because I think it's kind of cool. It's really exotic, and you don't oh, yeah. have to fly across the uh, ocean you know, to go to Spain. I'm sorry you mentioned that, because uh, I got merch. Wait, what was that that you just had done? Anyway, I uh, I just feel like um, it's a really cool place. And she was talking about, you know, being in like, you know, Cuba. And uh, yeah. and how it, it how it is exotic, you know. And I'll uh, say. so if you're going to go to Tampa, to I'd go there. to Miami. I know. It's it probably be not much it's, more. Uh, what? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, it's probably not much more. Well, that's anyway, all I have for today. Great. Thank great you, Greg. You guys. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. It's 260-6368. That's 260-MENU. We're going to be all over the map today again, yeah. I see. Yeah, unless we don't see it. Let's see. Uh, Porter and Luke, I know we have to talk Porter, about Porter uh, and Luke. That was exactly what I was going for well, here. Go ahead. Uh, we're sponsors today. And uh, would you like to do it yeah. or shall I just jive in? Just jump in. Uh, we are talking about uh, Porter and Luke. Porter and Luke. Porter, you know, one of these days I'm going to go over there and uh, ask something I really should have asked a long time ago, and that is, who exactly is Porter, and who is? Uh, you don't know the answer to that. Uh, no, if I've ever met it's, him, I did. It's didn't. the sons. The, the sons. sons. Okay, well that makes sense. And uh, I assume that they work there. No, they they're don't. little. They're little. I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly how old the restaurant is. I'm sure they're not as little as they were when it was named, but they were little at the time. So I doubt it. I mean, you know, some people have their kids working uh -huh. really, really young. Yeah, um, sure. Why not? You know, I did it. Yeah. So maybe they do, but I, I haven't seen them. Well, uh, them. let's find out. We don't have to know exactly who is who, but uh, is is that true? Yeah, that's Porter, true. That's Porter and Luke. Are the Porter sons. and Luke. Yeah. And call us up and tell us. And uh, while we're on the phone. Me. No, I know you. You, I you know. don't believe me. I'm telling you. Uh, well, I was, you know, hope we can. What about some food? Do you want to talk about some food at Porter and Luke? Oh, it's certainly uh, a necessity. Yeah. For, uh, so uh, good neighborhood restaurant. With? 
Good Neighborhood Restaurant? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it is. It's that. It's a, a New Orleans-style neighborhood restaurant. And, but it's not, uh, you know, the just cut-and-dried sort of uh, uh, dish that you would get in, you There's know, There's a lot smaller. of dishes. There are a lot of things that they come up with, and they just uh, put it on down on the plate every day and with the use of fresh uh, fresh uh, products and uh, great club could, sandwich they have a good club and, sandwich and all the basics. they have and the salads and the soups r- and all red of that. beans and rice they have good mm-hmm. sandwiches yep. good pasta dishes fried chicken they have a hollowed out eggplant that's deep fried and served over creamy angel hair pasta which is not my thing, but it's no. a lot stuffed with seafood dressing, and it's uh, it is always in the dining room, and it's um, it looks really good. And mm. like I said, it does. It's not even my thing, but it looks good enough for me to try. Porter and Luke, fifteen seventeen Metairie Road in Metairie, uh, in the there shopping center by Oakland Heart and Walgreens, bordered on either side. And we will Porter return and Luke with more of the food show in just a moment. After first, please this. Bum, bum, we bum. are back. We certainly are, and we were just about to find out back to what. But I yes. think it's New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Well, yes, I have an answer, but it's probably not you the do. same as yours. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We were talking to Greg about 30A, where people might be heading for the summer. Uh, you know what? You go for me. You go yeah. for what, me. What, you're not the, I mean, I, I think it's probably, I, I would like to honestly see it now just to see it, but I just can't even bear the thought of going unless I was going in a helicopter. And since I'm not going in a helicopter, I'll just let other people go. Uh, what, what is it that you don't uh, dislike? What I dislike is traffic, oh, abysmal, yeah. abysmal traffic. It's like if it you took Covington to Mandeville. If you took Covington to Mandeville and you multiplied it by 20, that's what you're talking about. I mean, it, it, it's almost worth it to just sort of <laughs> have, have one person drive and then have everyone else in the car sort of lay on the top, and then you can do the beach thing while you're waiting to get to the spot where you're the going. The beach thing. It's, no, it's, that's very, something it's highly else. disturbing. Highly disturbing. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. I was trying to talk about some grilling and side dishes for grilling or anything that you would like to talk about. For That's heaven's true. sake, anything you'd like to talk about, give us a call, two six zero six three six eight. I do miss grilling and I do want to start grilling again and I am going to start I am by golly going to start on Thursday. I'm gonna go get some andouille because that's, that's tomorrow, like, isn't it? That's like my favorite no. thing to do. Have grilled andouille and something else, maybe baby back ribs or something. Problem is every time I do baby back ribs mm-hmm. they they become they're they're Bone jerky would be what you would call it. It's it's like <laughs> just exactly the bones, and then there's the charcoal around it. And I don't know why that is. You know, it's got a really good, a really good ribs. Oh, I'd love to know. Really, or I said, who's got really good ribs? Um, well, you know, I don't know if it's changed, but I remember the old Abita barbecue, and we're going back. 
before everybody and their cousin was doing barbecue. I mean, all the hot chefs in town are now doing barbecue. And everybody wants to do barbecue. I don't even know why that is, really, because I guess maybe there's some sort of subtle technique about time and smoking Mm -hmm. and all that that really turns them on. I mean, it turns me on to eat it. I love smoked meats. But but back in the day, like, we're talking when they were in the gas station, in the Shell station at uh, 59 and... I-12. Oh, That's I rem- where I remember that barbecue place. started. And then they moved to that little house on 59, mm-hmm. and they were there for a long time. And then they sold it to, and it's now called Chompers Barbecue. <laughs> Anybody who's ever been to Chompers, Chompers, is it like the old Abita? Did they keep everything the same? Because I haven't been since they changed over. But I remember going to, and I think this might be pre-Katrina. I remember going to to Abita Barbecue and getting a whole slab of ribs, which this will give you an idea. At yeah. that time, were thirteen dollars. Wow, that's almost free. Well, I thought it was high at that time, but that's almost free now. You couldn't even think about that for under twenty dollars now. But they would, they would, they smoked them in a way that they were so moist. I think it was St. Louis ribs to begin with. Mm. And they were so moist, you you would pick them up in a, wrapped in, you know, like cellophane, and the moisture was kept in. And you don't really like ribs like this, the falling off the bone kind, but I, I really do. And um, I mean, I guess that's the two camps that you fall into. You either like the chewy ribs or you like the fall off the bone kind. Me, I like the fall off the bone kind. You know, you know these what? These were I'm, really I'm, good. I'm, they were so good. I'm trying to remember that there was this great little uh, barbecue place that was on 59, very close to the I-12, and it was in a gas station. That's right. And, yes. and they right. were really great. And That's a beat of barbecue. A beat of barbecue. Yeah, a beat of barbecue. It just hit me. Yeah. And they they moved, wound up moving up the road, and they were there for quite a long time, and then just for no apparent reason. Goodbye. No. Never they, saw them again. Well, they, that's because they sold to Chompers Barbecue. Anybody been to ah, Chompers Barbecue? Chompers. 2606368 Chompers Barbecue. Uh, well, I got to tell you, the name does not move me. <laughs> it's not well, something. I wonder I would, why. I don't think I would rush in there, which is probably why I haven't mm. rushed in there. But um, I also kind of just started eating barbecue on the South Shore. But I really, the barbecue that I want to eat the most is the yeah. barbecue right off my big green egg. Mm. And so that is that is how I'm going to spend uh, 4th of July. Well, That and probably to trying to cut the grass. And I'm looking over here at something kind of vaguely resembled to, to chompers uh, in, in at least the way where you have a big slab of meat. And then you go from there. And this was other one other one I think you made an allusion to anyway, and it was uh, mufalada. Uh, somebody wanted mufalada barbecue. Mufalada. No, it wasn't barbecue, but uh, there was somebody we were talking there. About, I was talking, talking about, about barbe- gardenier vegetables. I was talking gardenier about vegetables. fermenting things and pickling yeah. things and how delicious a smoked meat with pickling would be, and uh, and it is, and. Um, there's a book here that I'm going to get into eventually, and it's about pickling things. And I probably won't give a recipe, although, you know what? I'm just not there's counting anything out, out these days. I'm just not counting anything out. Oh, don't do that. But uh, but this is a, you know, it's kind of a cool book about 
about things that are fermented and pickled, and that's the really hot thing right now. It's kind of hard to get away from it, actually. You know who's a real fan of barbecue? uh, I'm sorry, not of barbecue, uh, although he likes that, too, uh, of the what you were just talking about mm-hmm. pickling uh, pickling frank brightson yeah well he was yeah. probably doing it before anybody was doing he it. was doing it uh, I pr- I, probably so now that you mention it but uh, that's something uh, He's the, been around the first guy i ever ran into who s- just started telling me oh yeah i'm doing pickled this and that and this and that i know he keeps it on the menu almost all the time it, it's real well, good you know there there are people who really really dig doing it but it is a time consuming and oh, yeah. and um i don't i, I won't say dangerous cuz to me it's dangerous cuz it's like i am terrified of it but it you Why? know for people who do it all the time it's probably you know, just a fun thing to do. I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot of fun to me, but I'll just go and eat their pickles. Well, heck, a lot, a lot more fun than chompers. Kimchi. No, kimchi. Kimchi. Kimchi what will is take kimchi? over. Uh, kimchi is made by having basically crunchy, leafy vegetables that you put into a pickle. Is it only, is it vegetables or is it cabbage? It's uh, cabbage in general, uh, but also uh, vegetables. Other vegetables, more really? More widespread. Yeah, it's, uh, and what. Uh, that's really hot. Or maybe, or maybe instead in, of saying pickled vegetables, everything that's pickled is now called kimchi. Yeah, and it's, it's mostly out of Korea. Yes. And so, uh, well, you know, there's all kinds of thoughts you could have about that. But uh, this is honest to goodness, though, and uh, that that kind of it's good. Uh, there's a lot of Korean barbecue places that it's, that have. It's I won't say up. a lot of yeah. Korean barbecue places, but they're you know like I I was noticing something. Someone sent me something from Zia about the pork of july which has as a pork one, of july yes, that's as one who's, of, it's who clever that oh, it's a great line. clever and as uh as one of their entrees you can get something that they used to have as an appetizer which i used to always get which was really good it was the um it was the Korean barbecue tacos, and those are back mm. for a limited time as part of the Pork of July, oh. and they're only seven ninety nine for two. Where does that come so from? So uh, Zia's having it for their Pork oh, of Zia. July. Yes. Oh, I've had that. That's, that's good. Yes. That whole section of their menu has uh, yeah. nice things. Well, in that's there. what that's what they're doing just for uh, July and August. There's a lot of great specials out there right now. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Also, uh, best side dishes for barbecuing. Now you were talking about pickling. Um, You're talking about pickling. Pickling is the simplest thing in the world. Oh, what do you it do? It is Let's nothing see if I to guess. pickling at all. Doug, do you actually do it? I have been pickling. Well, I've been pickled a lot. Uh, but wait, are you no. talking about yourself? Or are you talking about vegetables? I no, no, no. I I, I grew from, I grew up in a pickling family where we took uh, whatever vegetables we had during the growing season and pickled them so we had something to eat that were vegetables during the uh, winter months. Very easy. Now, you can pickle almost anything by, by putting 50% water, 50% vinegar, maybe a few spices, whatever, like dill. Say you want dill pickles, you put dill in there. And uh, you know, after a while, the dill flavor goes into the pickles. Boom, you've got dill pickles. Big deal. Not okay, hard but, whatsoever. But, but what about the whole boiling of the, the glass and the ceiling? Not a big deal. That? I mean, you know, all you do is, uh, you know, we, you can do that. You could, <laughs> you could, you could uh, do that with a little bit of water and your, uh, uh, your uh, 
nuclear yeah, oven, stuff. okay? Not nuclear oven. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, you know, all it is is you're, you're just uh, making it hot so that... Uh, and then you, you pour that stuff in there, no big deal. Now, it, if, you are, if you don't do anything with vinegar, vinegar is something that will kill bacteria, okay? Yeah. That's what it'll do. So if you are... Uh, so as long as you're heavy on the vinegar, you're yeah, okay. No, no, no. If you are, are preserving things like uh, peaches or a fruit or something like that, and not pickling things. But if you are making preserves, then the uh, boiling is very important. But when you're pickling, boiling is not that important because the juice in there will kill anything that happens to get in there. Well, Boy, just, I'll remember that. I might and... just try it because, you know, that you're making it sound like it's easy. I've always been sort of terrified of it. But I would never pickle, not pickle, I would never um, can anything any fruit canning anyway, is I'm... different than pickling okay yeah you know, get that out of your mind pickling, <laughs> okay. pickling I am is, out of my there's mind. canning and then there is pickling okay that's two different things right there now they both preserve things for later use but they are two very different things okay let me write that down so i make sure to get it when i need it again have you ever done tomatoes doug because those are acidic by nature Yes, they are acidic by nature. At the European death fruit, no. Have, wait, what? What? European death fruit. Of course, you've heard of it. Have you Have you done that? Have you done like tomatoes? No, I don't do tomatoes. Okay. I have never like done a tomato. I've never met a tomato that uh, I'm particularly like. like, except if it's in a sauce that I can buy from the store. Okay. Hmm, that's interesting. All right. See, that's so canning. That's different. That I, you know, I don't do canning. Canning is is, no? is something that uh, is too hard. Uh huh. Because because of that whole bacteria thing. That's that whole bacteria thing. Or like making jams and jellies, the same thing. Yeah. You have, you know, that's why you put uh, you seal it airtight. Yeah, Otherwise, uh, you know, there you go. You have a mold factory. <laughs> I'm, I guarantee, if I ever tried and. If I ever tried to do any kind of jams or jellies, I would kill everyone I knew. <laughs> On purpose? Because because I just don't take pains for stuff like that, and it's something that you really have to do that. But the pickling thing, you're making me think that I want to try it. Because if it's mm. if it's just a matter of getting a proper amount of vinegar in there, then then I might I might actually try and it. And some other of us uh, will, might do it too. Hey, yeah. But what we need to do now, I think, is to take a break. Is we do. It not? We will return with the food show after first, please. This. Welcome back. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Nice to be here with you, talking about food, cooking. The realm of good eats, the realm of not-so-good eats, and everything in between. We'd love to hear from you about uh, not necessarily what you're barbecuing today, because everybody's doing that, what kind of sandwiches you're making at home. Maybe you're getting into it and you have uh, shrimp and crawfish and all the rest of it. But whatever it is that you're enjoying, I would like to know about it, and uh, here's why. It's uh, really directed ultimately to our listeners who would love to hear what you do in your barbecue or uh, outside or inside or whatever you, the cuisines that land in your life uh, get to you and make you a happier person. We'd love to hear. And Oh, by the way, if you don't become a, a lovelier person 
Yeah, don't worry about it. Just you know, give us something else. Give us whatever, whatever it is. We got it for you. Two six zero six three six eight two six zero menu. Yeah. All right. Where is where is everybody today? We've had a busy day all this, this week, except now. This is sort of standard. This is sort of yeah. Who? Did you did you say somebody's there? I don't think so. I think he's trying to talk to us. I Doug, thought, are you are you trying uh, to save us again? I guess not. Okay. Yes, they're they're all out there pickling right now. Oh, okay. pickling. <laughs> pickling. Yeah. Pick, yes. Pickling and pickling is a different thing. Pickling. You, you don't want to know. What no, Doug, I'm seriously going to try that because uh, I really do. I really do want to do it because I really love pickled vegetables. Like I go, I like to go to the olive bar and get some olives, and then I wind up getting the the pickled cauliflower and all the gardenier stuff. The best way to but, start this whole process is to look for something called pickling spices, and okay. uh, you can find that in the in the spice section of um, anywhere. These pickling spices, they're spices that are have been for years and eons used in the process. And uh, that's a good way did, to start. Because did you, you can grow use... up on a farm, Doug? Uh, I, I grew up with farm people, let's put it that way, uh-huh. and uh, who, uh, who did this kind of thing as a matter of course. It was well, just a course. part of life. Probably the way that people lived back then, they didn't, you know, they, they kind of lived off the land more than they did. Yeah, do back now. in the Dark Ages when I was born. Yeah, that's true. I know the back of the Dark Ages. That's right. Uh, yes, 2606368. I definitely am going to try this, Doug. I'm going to give a report to you after I do it because uh, I think that that's got some promise, and I'm going oh, to definitely try that. Um, we are talking about barbecue and uh, and holiday and uh, how about sandwiches? I know you don't like sandwiches, Tom, or you feel like sandwiches are somehow beneath you. Well, I had a hamburger but... today. I had a hamburger that w- uh, had just your basic French bread, and in the middle, in between, was some fried oysters. Oh, wait a minute, was those oysters? Yes, Tom, those were oysters. They were oysters, okay. Yes, correct. And uh, they were served uh, with remoulade sauce instead of, uh, instead of uh, that. Uh, tartar sauce. Tartar, the tartar sauce. sauce, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, that made for a nice uh, little supper out there. Well, you know what? I have to say this. I, we were at Blue Crab for lunch, and yeah. I told you this in the car, and I'm just going to say it because I've decided. And, and this pains me to say. It just pains it, me to say it, it. It pains you to say it? It does. It pains, what don't me, say? it pains me to say it. Well, wait. What is it? Because I, I find that it's not as good as it used to be. Oh, no. What is it? And I love blue crab. I love blue crab mm. because I love the environment. I like going out there and watching the boats. It was nice to be out there today. It was a little overcast. It was kind of cool. I mean, relatively speaking. And it, you know, rained a little bit, and then it stopped raining, but... Um, I love blue crab, and it used to be where the food was up there with the environment, but I I just don't think that's the case anymore, and I'm well, sad about that. Well, is this because of uh, the? I don't know what it is, but oh, I know well. that I know that the last time I was out there, first of all, they do fresh cut fr- fries, which is great, and um, it used to be where the fries were greaseless. They were uh, they were warm or hot. They were perfectly seasoned. They were good. They weren't 
little bistro kind of fries. They're, you know, the reasonable, like, half an inch size fry, or not half an inch. That's too much, like a fourth of an inch. Um, you know, to look like a standard fry, but they were fresh cut, and they were good. And I find that that is not true anymore, and I'm so sad well, about you, it. Do we have heard a caller? Because you heard drop you, everything for a caller. You've heard the uh, the problem that is causing all of this, I think. Probably too much oil. Do we have a caller, Doug? No. Yes. Let's go to the caller. Oh, okay. Stephen, welcome to the food show. Hey, I'm coming a little early, but I watched American's it's Test you, Kitchen Stephen. the other day on making. What? American Test Kitchen. That's yeah. where they test each yeah. recipe a hundred times. And yeah. they're really usually pretty good. But anyway, they were talking about pickling. One thing pickling? when you get your pickling. Wait, wait a minute. It, did you? Did I hear that wrong? Tickling. Is that what I heard? Pickling. Yes. Okay. Pickling. Oh, gosh. I mean... So you know, there's all kinds of possibilities for yeah. I'm going to tickle you, Tom. And that might not be just uh, exactly right. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead. So Steve. anyway, they said you don't have to worry so much about sterile jars, but you have to make sure the ceiling cap is brand new. They yeah. also said you need to, once you put your... Uh, cucumbers in, you need to stab through them with a skewer to make sure there's no uh, air in the, you know, between the pickles. You need to pack See, them well. See, I would well. kill everybody because I would not go through this trouble. Yeah. Okay. And you also, when you get your pickling spice, you need to get pickle crisp, which keeps the pickles crisp. It's just a tablespoon of this that you put in the jar. Well, that's actually and a then, thing? That's a thing? Yeah, it's called pickle crisp, yeah. What pickle is that? Crisp. What is that? Uh, it's a new one on me. So like a chemical or what something? What is it made out of? Well, I, I don't know. They didn't say, but they just referred to it as pickle crisp, and it makes sure that the pickles uh, stay crisp, not wilted. Um, so I'm sure you can get it probably on the rack with the pickling spice. Yeah. Have um, you ever tried it yourself, Stephen? No, this I just watched this a few days ago. Yeah. And they said that you uh, also leave about a inch at the top so that when the air makes its own way, it, it doesn't overfill. And you put it in water halfway up the jar and cook it for 10 minutes. And that's all you need to do. But when you go to open the pickle jar, just make you sure you get that when you open it so you know it was yeah. completely that's sealed. That's true of anything that you would uh, uh, put that kind of process in on it. You, you want to yeah. make sure there's no alcohol. Well, actually, alcohol yeah. would be good. Uh, but, uh, to ferment it, to ferment. Stephen, let and me ask you a question. Also, they okay. also said that in two days you can eat the pickles. Oh, you sure. don't have yeah. to wait yeah. weeks for a, for the vinegar to make them pickles. Just two days. Wait, so you're saying you could put cucumbers into this pickling thing, and two yes. days later you have crisp pickles? That's right. Yeah, wow. it doesn't take long. Hmm. Yeah. You know, you and we cook for longer. ten minutes. 
you know, and fill the the water halfway up the jar. That is, well, and boil for ten minutes, and then it take it out, and it, it's all you need. That is interesting. I this is not something I'm ever going to do. I mean, I like the idea of it, but I'm never going to do it. Stephen, let me ask yeah. you a question. And, do okay. you find do you find the I, I know this might be blasphemy. Do you find the test kitchen guys kind of boring? I, I can answer. Um, that. I mean, yes. Indeed. I mean, I was I was just looking at their book, but I couldn't even look at it because it was it just like I was about to fall asleep. He is. Uh, oh, I was getting uh, ready to and, order the book. And the people who were with it for a long time, we used to have them on the show every like every two weeks. Uh, yeah. And they were they were interesting up to one day. I can't hardly exactly remember what it happened, but I never heard from them again. And well, never, uh, I don't know. I know what anything. happened. Oh. It's been going on for eleven years. Yeah. What the 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 uh, the test kitchen has only been going on for eleven years? I thought it was longer, than, longer that. than that. Yeah. There uh, was another guy that I think was with it, but he's gone to another show. But these two women have been on it for eleven years. Yeah. At least. Wait. It's wait. It's women now. Yeah. I yeah. Think it's, yeah. It's, the oh. it's two I've women, seen. and they've been there for eleven years, and they've oh, got wow. a cookbook. Okay, so that has eleven Kimball. years. Christopher no, Kimball's been like a long, long yeah. time ago. Then he's the one who started it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's a, little, right. it's a little boring to me. Yeah, I would say so. I was waiting right. for somebody else to make that point. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Thank goodness yeah. somebody did. So, uh, but it's I mean, it, it, I find the recipes are really very good. Well, I'm sure the recipes are good. I'm sure the recipes are good. Tested them. If they've tested them a hundred times, you know, and then they, you know, they have one that has a hundred times a boring person. Well, I mean, (laughs) if you, they show people in the background, so there's 20 or 30 cooks there cooking it and they'll do things like they'll use different kinds of chocolate in a cake and, uh, you know, and they'll say, oh, this, we tried this other kind of chocolate, but it wasn't very good. So, you know, well. They, so they obviously do it. I don't know what they do with all those hundreds of yeah. batches of, of cookies they, that was, they make. There used to be some uh, uh, t- t- cooking programs on uh, on television, and there was this guy who was clearly doing a commercial, and he oh. had uh, a, a whole bunch of ingredients, and he would take his big knife, and he would cut it into pieces, and then he would throw it down this deep uh, exchange there, and it would disappear forever. And you wonder, whatever happened to all that really good-looking food? And we never yeah. knew. We and never. We learned. never will. And we, we never, never will. will. Right, well, Thank uh, you, Stephen. And later. I mean, their cookbook is not expensive. I mean, it's like twenty-nine dollars if you buy it from them. It's no. like forty-five dollars in the store. What about Amazon? Could be Amazon. Well, I don't know what what it is on Amazon, but you know, the I mean, the twenty nine dollars, and they also test things to tell you, you know, the pickling yeah. stuff that lifts the pickle jars out of the boiling water. You know, what's good about that, and what kind of knives to use, and and yeah. well, uh, what kind know, of sour cream or can learn on your own. Hey, listen, thanks yeah. for the I was food. never into, nice I was never into you. science, it's, so maybe uh, that's it. It's a little too scientific for me. Thanks, Stephen. Okay. Stephen Let's and, talk uh, about Porter and it's Luke. It's the food show. Porter and Luke.
Our program is sponsored by New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood oh, okay. Company. Uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. You have both company. of them, so go ahead. Uh, yeah, well, both of them are. Uh, it's 10 locations around town, and they started off with hamburgers, as you might uh, exi- you know, make a, an obvious uh, <clears throat> just jump, and there it was. And somebody said, oh, you know, these are good, but what's the difference between them and the other hamburgers? Well, the word got out that this was a, a much more interesting hamburger than anybody else was doing at that time. A little crusty on the outside, juicy in the middle, which is what I'm always looking for. Big success, and then over the years, it got better yet. Now there's 10 of them around the city. And they also have, in the seafood department, it's fried seafood uh, from really good quality, particularly the fish fish that they do, yeah, especially the catfish. Mm -hmm. And all of this coming to you from New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood. Char-grilled oysters. Oh, char-grilled oysters. I almost forgot that again. They do indeed have... can pass up the opportunity to have some char-grilled oysters. You cannot pass that up. It's so almost like a law. If a you law see char-grilled oysters on yeah. the menu, yeah. you are, it, it behooves you to get them now yeah. because yeah. they're such, they're such a, uh, I don't know, they're... They're they're essential. They're an essential dish in yeah. New Orleans now. Char-grilled oysters started by Drago's way back in the day. New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood, 10 locations around town. Go try it out. Also, also Porter and Luke. We have another Porter and Luke to do because Porter and Luke is a really great little neighborhood cafe on Metairie Road. Is there anyone out there right now who could waste exactly five minutes with us? Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm going to use one of them for the rest oh, of the Porter and Luke commercial. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's oh. four then. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so two six zero six three six eight. If you have exactly a four minute call, uh-huh. please call us. Yeah. And, and even if you don't, we'll take two people at two minutes. Or four people at one minute. Here's no, your, we're not picky. Two six zero six three six eight. Here's a. Here's a theme we can maybe uh, use for this. Um, how do you feel about your cooking, and how, or, or how do you, how does your wife favor your cooking, and how does, how do you fare with your wife's cooking? <laughs> Something like that. Can I finish the Porter and Luke? Yeah, yeah, sure. Go so right Porter ahead. and Luke is a nice little neighborhood cafe on Metairie Road, and you will find, in my opinion, the best club sandwich in town. If you uh, and and there that doesn't mean to say that's the only good one. There are lots of good ones out there, but this to me is the favorite. It's uh, they they will sub out the mayo if you don't like honey mustard, as I don't. They serve it with fresh cut potato chips. They have really good red beans and rice there, with a grilled sausage or a pork chop or a ham shank, which makes a really nice presentation. There's a lot of people that go in there for that every day. They have Buster Crabs right now, soft shell crabs. They have a, a nice movie little, nice uh, little, too. Mm-hmm, nice little appetizer of Buster Buster Remy, they call it. Buster Remy? No, <laughs> Buster Remy. Oh. There is a good salad. It's three. Um, it's not a half of an iceberg lettuce, but it's like a 
it's like a sixth of an iceberg lettuce. And uh-huh. they, you know what I think they do? Probably cut it in half and yeah. then separate that into threes. And then on one of them, they put crab meat ravigat. On one, they put shrimp remoulade. And on one, they put fried oysters, which is a, a really great representation of what we do appetizer-wise locally. It's technically a wedge salad. But they uh, they beef it up with that, and I don't mean beef. I guess they seafood yeah, well, it up it with that. It could mean beef. Uh, <laughs> no, they you know, they seafood it up. Pass I guess. It up. Okay. Anyway, Porter and Luke, fifteen seventeen Metairie Road, in that shopping center with Walgreens and Oakwin Hart. And uh, they also have a Middle Eastern restaurant, and yes. they have a hamburger place, and yeah. it's. You know, just because you have a bunch of competitors, don't make your uh, visits to other stores and other restaurants worthy yes. of being thrown away. Sunday brunch also now at Porter and Luke, That's so they're right. open on Sunday. They do have a full menu and a brunch menu, yeah. so uh, which is I think available till yeah. two. That's Porter and Luke on Metairie Road. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are trying to get. Anything going yeah, here? Two, two, uh, maybe and, two and a half. Um, oh, well, so we'll take so anything, let's see. Anything. Two and a half callers, so we'll have one caller. This is my fantasy that we could actually get two calls in mm-hmm. this period of time. but It it's, could happen. No, it's very delusional, very delusional to think about. But I would like to have some calls after the news break. That would be lovely if we want to talk about uh, mm-hmm. really anything. As Tom used to say, I used to feel sorry for Tom when he would – beg for calls but here i am doing the same thing there i am women caring yeah don't don't (laughs) don't leave me here just to talk to tom two six zero six three six eight is the number all right so i am absolutely that is what we are doing for Mm. fourth of july we are Ah. going to open up the big green egg and what is that piece of big green egg ceramic thing that is under that's like resting oh, up against the side yeah. what is that called what, uh, there's a name for it and i can never remember it the way and, it well, works how do you use it you put it down in the bottom of the big green egg mm-hmm. is this on top of the charcoal or you put the no, charcoal no, on no, top the of the charcoal it? is actually above it okay okay and, so you put the charcoal on yeah. okay we we're, you have to explain this yeah. when we get back and heavens knows we yeah, have time we'll later do, yeah. so after the top of the hour come back and you will hear this fascinating bit of information about what that piece of equipment is that goes inside the big green egg for grilling. Here comes the news, and uh, Mm -hmm. stay tuned because we're going to be there, so you've got to stay there too.